Undisclosed Bunker Studios, the dawn of Las Vegas, Steve Sanchez. And I say welcome to the show. Steve Sanchez, 101.5 FM, 720 AM, on the talk of Las Vegas, Wednesday edition of the show. Glad to be hanging out with you tonight for these next couple hours. 702-257-5396 is how you weigh into the program right here in my undisclosed bunker studios. You know, I want to spend a little time in this segment talking about the overreach of government. Draconian government. There's an overreach, and I think you're going to see that. I think, based on what I'm going to share with you tonight, it's going to upset you, as it should, that government or those that are in what they believe is an elite group think that they can do and say as they please. But you and me, the peasants, the peons, have to basically be subjected to rules, totalitarian measures, and if we dare cross a line, well, we've got real problems. I mean, we're seeing that everywhere with censorship on social media. We're seeing that in Portland, Kenosha. We're seeing that in San Francisco. And as if you recall, I spoke a little bit about Nancy Pelosi yesterday. Isn't it funny? Everybody's a day late and a dollar short regarding what I bring to you immediately, which is cutting edge. And this is Nancy Pelosi going into the salon. We talked about that yesterday. Now, I had a feeling that people would catch on and the mainstream media would throw her under the bus as they should. She would catch a lot of heat for doing what she did. She's in San Francisco. If you didn't catch the show yesterday, let me just catch you up for a couple minutes here. She's in San Francisco. She goes to a hair salon that is shut down due to her nephew's draconian orders. Comrade Newsom, he is the governor of the state of California. She goes into San Francisco. She's been in the salon many times. The only allowance for this salon is to do outside services. However, she, with no mask, goes and is allowed to have her haircut inside, which is, well, against shutdown orders. Now, I guess Nancy Pelosi thought that this wasn't going to be a big deal, that no one's going to care. People do care because Nancy Pelosi is one of those elitists, one of those aristocrats, one of those government people that, again, I tell you, will do what they want to do when they want to do it and everybody else be damned. Now, she's caught a lot of heat today, as she should. And, of course, she had to respond. Her handlers basically said, look, Speaker, you're going to have to respond to this. You can't get away with it. Just go ahead and respond, and then we move forward. 
I want you to hear what she had to say as she discussed or at least answered questions from reporters today asking her about the coronavirus restrictions, having her hair done in the salon, even though the city was on lockdown. I want you to hear for herself what she says and who she blames. Sean, if we can run that clip. No, I've been there many over the years. I've been there many times. I appreciate I appreciate the question. And let me just say this. I take responsibility for trusting uh, the word of the neighborhood salon that I've been to over the years many times. And that um, when they said, well, we're able to accommodate people one person at a time and that we can set up that time, I trusted that. As it turns out, it was a setup. So I take responsibility for falling for a setup. And that's all I'm going to say on that. Anything else? Can you on the Excuse me? Well, I don't. I think that they owe, uh, that this salon owes me an apology. The salon owes her an apology. Typical liberal lunatic. She said that it was a setup that she's been in the salon many a times. Okay, so let me get this straight, Nancy Pelosi. You've been in the salon many a times. They accommodated you because, well, you're Speaker Pelosi. You knew you were going against restrictions. You knew there was a lockdown that your nephew, Comrade Newsom, put into place. You think that you're above the law because you're third in line to the presidency. And by God, you may even become president on January 21st if the mail-in ballots haven't been counted yet and there's not been a decision. We're going to talk a lot about that in the bottom of the next hour. Third in line to the presidency... Of course someone's going to do you a solid, but you shouldn't have allowed them to do. But you knew that, well, at least you figured you'd get away with it, but you forgot about the security cam. And you're blaming the salon. And you're saying that the salon owes you the apology. Isn't that rich, friends? But again, this is what I'm talking about. Overreach of government, draconian government, totalitarian government, but it gets bigger than that. It gets bigger than that because the CDC has now issued a nationwide eviction moratorium. What that means is the CDC has now said that anybody earning under $99,000 per year is going to be exempt from eviction through the remaining of 2020. Hear me, hear me, just hear me for a second. Now, some may celebrate and say, wow, this is great. If I'm making under 99000 I don't have to pay rent until January. But how fair is that to the landlord or the owner of the property? Is it fair? Of course it's not fair. Now, look, I understand that in the beginning, when we were all scared to death and we were all duped, and we were supposed to be in this two-week lockdown to, well, reduce infections and slow the virus down. Two weeks has turned into close to six months. And renters, and I appreciate this, and I'm grateful for many that have been able to receive this, especially in Nevada, when the economy and unemployment's the highest in the country due to the fact that we're a service industry and the casinos can't open their pubs and taverns and venues and shows and concerts and you know the drill. But is it fair? Is it fair to the landlord? Because get this, 
This is where the draconian measure comes in. If landlords are found to be in violation of this order, you can face fines up to $100,000 and one year in jail. Let me say that again. A nationwide moratorium from the CDC has been pushed out there. And that means that those that cannot afford their rent because of COVID-19, which I understand, I understand, will be able to have, well, no rent through the end of the year. And any landlord, owner of a house that tries to go against that moratorium can face a $100,000 fine and one year in jail. Friends, let me ask you this question. Is that fair? Because how about if someone uh, owns two houses and that's their means of cash flow because that's what they've decided to do as a real estate investor? They own a couple properties and the cash flow is how they make their living. What the hell happens to that person? Now, I know Governor Sisolak has announced a 45-day extension uh, of eviction moratorium as well, and I get it. He's added $10 million to the rental assistance program. Look, none of this is perfect. None of this is perfect. But do you think that this is being unfair to owners of properties? Are you one of the ones facing eviction? Look, I'm one of the few that said in September, we're going to be dealing with this. In fact, I know I'm the only talk show host in Las Vegas that has been adamant about in September, the eviction situation that we will face the foreclosure situation that we will face is going to be astronomical and no one's paying attention to it guess what today is september 2nd and now it's in front of us now it's in front of us and government has overreach government is saying mr and mrs jones if you own two rental properties and this is the way you make your living If you evict your tenant because they can't afford the rent, you'll go to jail for a year and you owe us $100,000. Now, how fair is that? Does socialism sound sexy to you, friends? This is what it's all about because the numbers have been skewed. We now know that only 9,000 people have died from real COVID-19 issues. Only a little better than 9,000. All the rest of those that have died, that have been counted, had underlying health issues, and that was the prominent, the predominant cause of death, not COVID-19. But Dr. Fauci is saying, hey, vaccines here in November. Even though we're cutting out the results and the trials, that's okay. We think it's pretty safe. And in November, the vaccine's here. Congratulations. Friends, think about what I'm saying here. When you start piecing pieces of the puzzle together, does this look like a setup? Does it look like we were sold a bill of goods? Because that's what it sure seems like. To me, I smell a rat somewhere. And here's my last question before we go to break. When the vaccine shows up in November, because Dr. Fauci, the director of the National Institute of Allergy and Infectious Disease, he said that the vaccine will be here in November. Are you going to take it? And here's the bigger question. When Trump wins re-election, and oh, trust me, he will, the draconian government out there just to get at Trump, just to continue to be vengeful and vindictive and try to push a continuance of a new world order? Do you think some governors 
Will Governor Sisolak mandate a vaccine? Mandate. It's already happening in Massachusetts. So don't tell me it can't happen here. The phone lines are now open. 702-257-5396 is how you weigh in on the program. 702-257-5396. We've got a few questions on the table. I want you to think hard on that. What do you think about this moratorium from the CDC? Is it fair? Is it draconian? And do you think a vaccine's going to be mandated to you? Do you think Governor Sisolak, since he's part of this Western pack with Comrade Newsom, is going to say, yeah, the vaccine's here, and the only way, Nevada, we're going to get the casinos up to par, the only way pubs and taverns and venues and concerts will be open, the only way you'll get your kids back to school in Nevada is you have to take that vaccine or you're going to jail. Oh, interesting. Doesn't mean it can't happen. This is Steve Sanchez. On the other side, we're going to break it down and take your calls. Don't go away. program steve sanchez wednesday edition of the show glad to be here 702-257-5396 is how you weigh in on the conversation let's go ahead and start jumping to some of our busy calls first up tonight is richard richard welcome to the program hey how are you steve i'm good thank you all right just wanted to give a call and say hey i really appreciate the show i really appreciate all your education that you're putting out there uh 100 percent support from us and uh yeah in reference to a couple of your questions there uh nancy pelosi's actions and response perfect perfect not a problem if that's how you'd like it to be well then yeah november's coming we all get to vote so her first answer is to throw the business that she went to exactly put up their hard-earned money to even have a business exactly her first answer is to throw them under the bus yeah, that's thank that's, you so much. I know, <laughs> that's 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 a that's a typical liberal's mo. They get caught. Yeah. Let me point the finger someone else. Unbelievable, man. Hey, November's coming. We've got a lot of support, and uh, I just wanted to um, call and say um, thanks for all the education. Very well, Richard, appreciate I appreciate it. Thank you. That means a lot, man. I appreciate the uh, call and uh, the listenership. Thank you. And, yeah, November is around the corner. My goodness. And, uh, you know, just wait. If you think the shenanigans have been shenanigans to date, just wait. Because they're going right out of the Saul Alinsky playbook. No question about it. All right, let's go ahead and get back to our calls. Ron, you're next. Welcome to the program. Hey. I just want to say before I get started, when I call other shows, I usually got to wait like several hours to get on. And when I call yours, I get right on. So you just must not be very popular, huh? Well, no, no I put you up because uh, Sean told me you're the lollipop man. And I wanted to thank you for giving me a craving. Uh, oh, for yeah, I gave pop. you that good 10-minute rant where you could call me a lunatic. And then uh, 
Well, really you sound like you, you sound like yeah. one. You sound like you sound like Cam from Modern Family. Are you sure this is not Cam? I don't know what that is, but oh. all right. Uh, yeah. So I, I just hear you talking a lot about Marxism. I just want to. I want you to give me a definition of what that is. Well, I don't need to give you anything because you're no, calling I would my like to show. Know what, what well, you it doesn't matter. Call, call, call the liberal shows that you like to talk to, and they'll give you the definition of Marxism. They're closer to no, it than I, I am. I'm a conservative, but oh, I would like to know yeah. your uh -huh. view. On Marxism. Mm -hmm. No, I'm a conservative. That doesn't yeah. appreciate uh -huh. your rhetoric about the civil war. Yeah. Well, it doesn't matter. That. Look, all I can say is this: you know, you try to throw me under the bus and say, "Well, I have to wait several hours to uh, get hey, on a show." You must not be very popular. Well, you know, the truth of the matter is, I am the number one talk show in Las Vegas. Nielsen Rankers put me there. Hard. Everybody knows that. So the truth of the matter is, Sean allowed me to know that you're on because you're the lollipop man. And you'll always yeah, be known as the lollipop dumb man. Dumb. And you know what? To, dumb pop, dumb. To, to, I'm a dum-dum? <laughs> oh, Ron, I'll tell you. Are you in kindergarten, bro? You want to play some marbles at recess? All right. Ron, thank you. I appreciate it. But I got to bounce because, uh, you know what? Uh, I, I gave up playing marbles at recess a long time ago. That's for I'm sure. I'm not listening to you. You're crazy. <laughs> Sean, I appreciate you giving me the, uh, yeah, I, I got a hankering for a lollipop again. <laughs> I'll tell you. I don't know. Maybe I'll do a blow pop tonight. Uh, who knows? All right. Let's go ahead and get back to the intelligent people uh, that are in the room, not the children that want to play marbles at recess. All right. Steve, you're next. Welcome to the program. Hi, Steve. Hi, how are you doing tonight? I'm good. Thank you. Steve, two things about the vaccine. A doctor, an MD on one of the shows I watched, said this is a transfection vaccine. And remember, too, this can mess with your DNA and your genomes. There is nothing good about this vaccine. And you know what? You might want to go back to Google and look at uh, the Cutter, C-U-T-T-E-R incident, mm -hmm. 1954. Polio okay. vaccine killed hundreds of people and made people severely sick. So vaccines, that you can say, oh, the technology's changed. Making yeah. money hasn't changed, and that's what this is all about, making oh, money. Oh, yeah. No question. One question for you before I have to bounce to break. Well... It, uh, uh, producer Nate has a he's trigger happy tonight he's Hopalong Cassidy Hopalong Cassidish is uh, producer Nate tonight I'm sorry Steve I did have a question for you but I'll put the question out to the audience if it's mandated you know this vaccine pops up in November and it's mandated and Governor Sisolak says if you want the pubs the taverns the venues the concerts the shows your kids back in school you have to take it are you going to are you going to take it so that you can get back to a normal life? That's a real legitimate question. Hey, I'm not making this up. I'm not pulling it out of the air. They're already mandating that for school kids in Massachusetts. This is Steve Sanchez. We'll be right back. program this half hour being brought to you by real water you know i've been drinking this stuff gosh close to two years now and i want to just tote uh, tout how how incredible it is because i have gotten off sodas used to drink ginger ale and root beers and all kinds of stuff once in a while i may have one but 
real water, this water that's beyond alkalinity because it's infused with negative ions. There's a major science behind all of this. I'll tell you in a second. But drinking this has gotten me off all those sugary drinks. The water is just delicious. It tastes delicious. And it's good for you. Science shows that. Science shows that a body with alkaline helps build the immune system. Real water is beyond alkalinity. And the reason they say beyond alkalinity is they have negative ions infused in the water. There's a whole science behind that. Again, helping the immune system get a lot stronger. Since I've been drinking real water, friends, I kid you not, I have yet to have a sinus infection. I haven't had an ear infection. And I used to get those like clockwork two or three times a year. You know, you've heard me on radio for a long time. I would suffer from that. Real water has helped me. That's my personal story. And I want it to help you. It may possibly do that. But guess what? Even if it didn't, help your ills, it's still good for you. It hydrates you like no other water out there. And again, it's the only bottled water in America that is beyond alkalinity that has the negative ions. It's real easy to find out more. Go to drinkrealwater.com and you can take advantage of the special, the Steve Sanchez special. That means if you want office or home delivery, it's only $20 for four five-gallon bottles of water delivered right to your door. 20 bucks, that's it. Four five-gallon bottles of water. So visit drinkrealwater.com. Make sure you order that. Put Steve Sanchez at checkout so you can get your discount. Or you can do the old school way like I like to still do. Give them a call and say, look, I heard this on Steve Sanchez. I want that special. And then get that delivered to your door. It's important to support Las Vegas business. They're birthed in Las Vegas. And if you are at Terrible Hearst, you know, putting some gas, you can find real water in the water section. You can also find it at Costco. You can also find it at Trader Joe's and Sprouts, Whole Foods. And of course, you can go to Amazon.com and find it there as well. Or you can just do what I do to save the money and get the savings. Go at drinkrealwater.com. All right. We've got a lot of calls on hold. We're still talking about, well, the CDC, the moratorium, the vaccine, uh, you know, can this be mandated in Nevada? Will it be mandated? Some people are saying that's silly. And well, it's not silly when my, Massachusetts is doing that for school children. So, you know, nothing is impossible. Everything is possible. And that's the legitimate question I have. See, a lot of people say, Steve, you're just conspiracy. No, I'm not conspiracy. I'm reality. Kid me, tell me that I'm not being real with you over these last six months. Many of the things that I said when this pandemic started and I said could possibly happen, they happened. They happened. So I'm not just talking about pie in the sky. I'm asking a legitimate question because we're seeing some of the most draconian totalitarian moves and measures especially from democratic governors in this country and if we're seeing that in massachusetts my question to you is this could it happen in nevada could sisolak come back and say hey yeah the vaccine's here because dr Fauci is stating that it's going to be available in november so could it be possible that Sisolak finally says, because he said this before about a vaccine, tell me, tell me I'm lying because I'm not. He's talked about the vaccine before on the loosening of restrictions. So could it be possible? Could it be possible that there's a mandate that in order to get bars, taverns, in-class school, venues, concerts, shows, etc., back up to where it needs to be that there'll be a mandatory vaccine. I hope that's not the case. 
Some will say that'll never happen. I'm not so sure. I don't want it to happen, but I'm not so sure. I'm asking you that question. What do you think could happen? And if that does happen, then what do you do? What do you do? Do you just move out of Nevada and say, I'm getting the hell out of here. I'm going to a red state. Or do you take the vaccine? 702-257-5396 is how you weigh into the program. Now, some people say they can't force you. Uh, that's against your constitutional right. Well, did you ever think they'd keep churches closed? Because it's your constitutional right to worship and churches are closed, but you know, Nancy Pelosi can get her hair done. I mean, think about that one. Think about that one. Think about mayors out there or think about Governor Sisolak having dinner the other day with live music when he's told you that you can't be around any of that and that's not allowed, but he's having dinner and then he makes some bullcrap excuse. This is what I'm talking about. So don't tell me these things aren't possible. Let's go ahead and get right back to our busy calls. Christy, you're next. Welcome to the show. Hey, Steve, how are you? I'm good, thank you. Um, I've been waiting 20 minutes and 41 seconds, and um, I find myself craving a blow pop for some reason. <laughs> there you go. Yeah, he, he's he's definitely Ron the lollipop. Oh, I was chuckling pretty hard, so I'm glad you didn't get to me. <laughs> you know what I think well, I'm going to do, Christy? You know what I might do is I might just make this image in my head, have my people put it on T-shirts, and I'll sell them on my website, Ron the lollipop. A fundraiser, who knows? <laughs> Couple things for you tonight. Um, this whole thing, I, I'm kind of glad that um, Pelosi and you know, Sisolak they're actually going against the things that they've been saying that we can't do. So I think it's kind of opening people's eyes to what they're really about. So I kind of have to thank them for that. <laughs> um, because I think people are just really starting to question that. Um, the other thing is, is that I work for a local property management company. Mm-hmm. Um, and for, excuse me if I'm wrong here, but did everybody get like $600 a week for, yes. um, in addition, from the federal government and then yeah. they were getting their unemployment? Correct. Their, um, Correct. Okay. So my boyfriend was making $969 a week, way more than what I was making. Yeah. Um, unemployed. So, What's up with the people's priorities? To me, a roof over my head and my car and food um, supersedes because there's this, there's this new statistic out that electronic sales have gone through the roof. Well, you're right, because so many people, and this is what I'm concerned about, Christy, is that what we've seen is this shift where people are being almost forced to acclimate to a different environment. Let's look at malls for a moment. The other day I went to the mall to get a reflexology massage. You know how they have the chair massages. I just I felt I needed to get that neck massage. So I went in there and I was talking to the young lady that that did the uh, the therapy and she said, "My god, this store's closing. This is closing. This is closing. This is closing. This is closing." And it's like, "Are we being conditioned to a whole different world?" Uh it's it sure seems like that to me. For sure. But then, of course, you know, if you're Nancy Pelosi, you can go get your hair done and not wear I was flabbergasted she wasn't wearing a mask. And then she blames the business. And then she blames the business for, you know, saying they owe her the apology. Oh, my God. Christy, great call. i got to bounce. I've got other calls on hold, but thank you. And, uh, yeah, Christy, maybe we'll do these T-shirts. We'll set them up for charity, maybe get the money over to Children's Hospital at UMC, and we'll just think of an image of what Ron may look like, or we might make a lollipop with eyeballs or something, Ron the lollipop. So, yeah, I better trademark that immediately. Uh, Producer Nate, make sure you call my attorney, Shane Jasmine Young, tomorrow 
at the Young Law Group so that uh, we can get that in order. All right, let's go ahead and get right back to our busy calls. Mike, you're next. Welcome to the program. Hey, Steve. Hello. Um, I wanted to take this from a different perspective. In the 60s, uh, Rosa Parks sat in the, in the front of the bus. She was told that she couldn't sit there because it was a law that black people couldn't sit in the front of the bus. She did right. it anyway. Right. You, a bully is only going to do what you allow them to do. I went into the store today. I didn't have a mask on. They said, you yes, sir, you have to put on a mask. I said, touch me and I'll sue. I want this stuff. I got my water. I didn't have a mask on. They rang me up and I walked out the door. You're getting treated like a punk because you're letting yourself get treated like you don't have to comply to these rules. If somebody you go into a store and they try to bully you, tell them, touch me and I'll sue. Touch me and I will sue you. Give me my stuff. I'm not wearing a mask. I'm not doing anything that you comply. It's civil disobedience. Let me ask you a question. How about if they call the cops on you, the cops show up? If they call the cops, I want somebody to videotape it. LBJ told Mm -hmm. Martin Luther King, he said, I know the black people need civil rights. Now you go out and make me, you go out and show that these police officers and these people are racist against you. Show this on camera how they're acting, and I'll be able to pass this. You're complying with this stuff. Show these jack and, and 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 I love the cops. Yeah, yeah. I love police officers, Steve. But if they're going to comply and 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 when they call and and when they call and you don't wear a mask and they're going to try to do something to you, then I don't respect you as a cop. You're just a jackboot thug. So have you okay, had so this experience, Mike? Where have you had any issues anywhere going in without a mask? I have not because I told them if you touch me, I will sue you. So I'm they have tried to tell you. So they've they've they, they tried to say, "Hey, man, you better put that mask on." But I don't listen to them, Steve. We have immigration laws, and the Democratic mm-hmm. Party does not uh, d- 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 does not comply with the laws at all. Good point. Yeah, it, good point. So listen, why are you complying with you? A bully will only do what you allow them to do. You don't have to wear a mask. What are they going to do to you? Beat you? Are they going to kill you if you don't wear a mask? If you go into the store without a mask, tell them if they call the cops. Look in the cops' face. What are you going to do to me? You're going to beat me. You're going to. You're going to. You're going to. I'm going to film this. You're going to touch me because I don't have a mask. And your job is going. You're going to be fired because if you put your hands on me because I don't have a mask on, you're going to not have a job. Metro, you're not going to have a job. Don't touch me. You touch me and I'll sue. I want everybody to get this to their head. Touch me and I will sue. Mike, great call. Not, Mike. You don't have to wear a mask. You don't have to do anything. Go in the store, get your stuff. If they call Metro, tell the Metro, you touch me and I'll sue you. Well, Mike, I'm going to tell you this. That's a great call, man. I mean, that is definitely a great call. And I know some people are going to be just totally upset and saying, I don't agree with that guy. Mike's crazy. No, Mike makes a lot of sense. Mike makes a lot of sense. But I'll tell you, in the kind of litigious society we're living in, with draconian measures in and around us, Man, I got a feeling if I did something like that, being on, I'm on radio, I am such a target that someone's going to clobber me over the head. But, you know, I'll hit them back twice as hard. What do you think about what Mike's comments were? Do you agree? Are you following that? Good call, Mike, and I appreciate it. Are you following what Mike's saying? Touch me and I'll sue. This is Steve Sanchez. Quick break and we'll be right back. Don't go away.
You're never taking advice from a fool, not when you're hanging out here every single night. Glad that you're joining me. Steve Sanchez, 702-257-5396 is how you weigh into the program. This half hour being brought to you by Reagan Gold Group. You have heard me talk about gold and silver for a very long time. I spent 25 years as a financial advisor in private practice, so I know about gold and silver. Back in 2004, I was advising my clients to buy gold at 432 an ounce. People laughed at me. My clients laughed all the way to the bank when gold hit an all-time high of 1900 an ounce. Now, I'm not in private practice. I am no longer a financial advisor. I've been in talk radio for the last 10 years. However, I am seen with my own eyes. Gold and silver making this comeback again. There's reasons for it. Gold's at 2,000 an ounce. Silver's at 30 an ounce. And experts are saying it's going to go so much higher. I believe that. The real question is, do you? And why aren't you owning any of it in your portfolio? Now, Reagan Gold Group does a great job of teaching you how to own physical gold and silver, especially with your existing IRA. Most people don't know that if you have an existing IRA account, you can actually own physical gold and silver in that IRA account. Now, look, the election's two months away. There's no question stock market volatility is going to continue to happen. History shows that when unrest happens, it moves markets in the wrong direction. We saw that in March when the great pandemic became, well, the great pandemic. So my question is this. Do you have wealth insurance, money insurance to hedge against any problems? If you don't, the free investor's kit that Reagan Gold Group is offering is going to give you everything you need to know. It's a free investor's kit just for this audience. You simply need to call 888-634-1523. That's 888-634-1523, or you can visit reagangoldgroup.com if you want to hedge your bets and need wealth insurance, just like you have car insurance, just like you have fire insurance, you better have money insurance, I'm telling you, and you want to get into the so-called gold and silver rush, this free investor's kit is going to show you exactly what you need to do. I trust them. I am verifying that they are trustworthy, and you need to call them. I want this audience to be blessed financially. 888-634-1523 is how you get the free investor's kit. All right, let's go ahead and get back to our busy calls. Carl, you're next. Welcome to the program. Yes, yeah, Steve, I'll be real quick uh, about this. You heard somebody on a few minutes ago, Mike. He said he went into stores and said, if you touch me, I'm going to sue. That's what he you said. wear a mask. Yeah, that's well, what he said. The thing is, I have an acquaintance who owns a couple of franchises of these fast-type food, fast restaurants with gas stations, 7-Eleven-type places, mm -hmm. and they have big signs on the window saying, no mask, no service. They don't touch anybody. When they come in, they just won't serve them any. They won't sell them what they want. I mean, it's so silly. Uh, just because you walk in doesn't mean they're going to sell you the product. Well, it's, it's working uh, for him. Uh, hmm? It's working for him. Per, per what he said. Well, then if they're selling them the product, they're breaking the mandate. They're not supposed to. Signs on the door saying no 
mass no service. Well, that, that's, that's that, service. but that's individual businesses that are saying that. So, I mean, you know, Mike has a point though, Carl. I mean, I'd like to see what will happen. I doubt it will. I know people that go into stores all the time without masks and they say, Hey, where's your mask? I have an underlying condition. Well, hey, buzz off. I have an underlying condition. I don't need to wear this mask. And I've seen that happen many a times where no one's yeah. saying anything to him. Well, and then I've seen other things condition. too. And then I've seen the other side too, where cops come, people flip out, people are going crazy. Thus the Kevin Karen comments. Well, underlying condition. You have to have some kind of a doctor certificate. If they ask to see it, you have. Well, to they, that, they, that that's a HIPAA issue. They 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 have no business seeing it. They're not authorized uh, under HIPAA to see anything. Well, you should know that well, you're a psychologist. Well, I understand that, but you can't just say that. But you don't have to it. prove anything because that's a HIPAA violation. You know yeah. that's true. You, I mean, you're a psychologist. Okay. 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 True. So I'm right. But, uh, but so I'm right. Point, so I'm right. Point. So I'm right. No, there's no point. I'm right. Yes. You don't have to show anybody crap when it comes to your medical issues because it's a HIPAA violation. See, that's the you typical liberals. Carl, you don't want to give the credit to people that are smart, people that know the rules, people that know the Constitution, people that know the Bill of Rights. See, everybody in this audience knows you agree with me. That's why you said to a point. Just, Carl, let it loose. It's okay, my friend. Say, Steve Sanchez is right. And he'll be back after Top of the Hour News. Don't go away.